past few weeks, we spoke to entrepreneurs in separate industries that are both suffering due to the COVID-19-induced lockdown and have tried different strategies to mitigate the risk. In this week's podcast, episode three, we look at survival techniques for small business owners. Welcome to the Small Business Conversation podcast. My name is Melita Ngalongkulu and we are joined by the CEO of RaceCop, Alan Reyes, to provide us with the necessary skills on how to endure the storm that is caused by the changing landscape of the business environment. Alan has over 20 years of business experience and has groomed many small successful businesses. Thank you so much for joining us, Alan. You've been providing a weekly series of tools to ensure SMEs can roll with the pandemic punches. So what would you say are some of the key things for small business owners to remember during this pandemic? A lot of things. But I think the main thing is to remember why they started their business. I think it's very important to go back to why you started and then and test in that time if, if the market that you had in your mind at the time when you started is still the market that's available to you now. So the first thing that happened when COVID broke out was there was a lot of panic and a lot of people made very irrational decisions. And one of the things that I asked uh, entrepreneurs to do is to become rational very quickly because they had to move through the denial, through the anger, through the blame very quickly to get to a point where they could rationally make decisions. And one of the decisions that you've got to make right now is whether the market that you're in, when you started your business, the market you were in, pre-COVID is still going to be available to you into the future? And if it is, is it still going to be in the same form? Are people going to still want those products or services at the same price point, delivered in the same way, etc.? Well, things have really changed from March when the pandemic actually hit South African shores. So what I'm trying to understand now is that from your observation, as someone who's groomed a lot of small business owners, what have been some of the most common challenges that they currently face during this time that they were not facing before? I think for me, I always come back to the individual first, because for me, entrepreneurship is such a personal journey. So I honestly think the biggest challenge has been people's mindset first, before the actual practicality of their business. Because very often what I've found with the entrepreneurs that I've worked with is that if they focus in the correct place, they will see huge opportunity. If they are focusing on all the, basically the threat of COVID, they will only see threat and they will make decisions based based on those perceived threats. But the biggest issue has obviously been uh, cash flow. A lot of businesses have, of course, have had their, their income dried up. And what I've asked entrepreneurs to do in this instance is to Number one, first of all, conserve cash wherever possible. Number two, uh, so, so protect is to protect cash. Number two, go after your relationship, current relationships with your clients. In other words, protect your relationships with your clients. Uh, number three is is relook at your what I call the new what, the new who, the new why, the new where. It's basically the, all the questions that you have to ask in terms of finding new markets. So you start off by preserving cash, secondly, to preserve your, your clients, uh, and then start looking for, for new markets, uh, etc. Leadership is a very important characteristic um, when it comes to an entrepreneur. So what levels of leadership would you say that is actually required more now for entrepreneurs during this period than it actually was um, prior to COVID-19? I think that is such a good question, because from, and it's an important question you're asking around us taking the leadership role here, because I think many people have sat back in a victim mode almost, 
waiting for instructions. We're sitting there waiting for the president to announce it and things, etc. And it's all all very good. But the mindset needs to be, that to me is a following mindset. The mindset needs to be a leadership mindset right now, which you, you've pointed out. And the way we lead is to, first of all, look for opportunities and to be look for the positive. There is no upside to being defensive. There's no upside to looking at all the negative. Yes, we know all the downsides to COVID. We know the threat to health. We know the threat to the economy. But knowing it doesn't, nothing for one. Doing something about it, leading, is what changes everything. And for me, what I've seen is stark difference between two types of entrepreneurs. Those, as you pointed out, that are leading now and those that are following now. The ones that are leading are actively looking for opportunities, are actively changing their business structure, are actively looking for new markets, are leading the way. They are leading their staff. They are communicating to their staff. They are communicating to their clients. They are communicating to new clients that are out there and leading. It's the first time I've been asked that question throughout this whole COVID time. So great, great point. I also think it's a very important point that um, entrepreneurs should not forget actually during this time because, you know, a lot of your employees rely on you for leadership. Another thing that I feel like we need to actually touch on is what are some of the things that entrepreneurs need to watch out for during this period? Not common to what would usually happen or be the reason why um, small businesses would fail. For me, one of the things that's going to happen now is that people are going to see opportunity where there is no opportunity. And so, to me, what I'm trying to advise our entrepreneurs that I work with and my partners that I work with is that if an opportunity presents, it still needs to be considered in in a rational manner relative to two things. The first thing it needs to be considered is relative to your core competencies. In other words, if if you are... Uh, offered an opportunity, but you have no internal competency to deliver on that, then why do it? Because you're going to go onto a huge learning curve in order to try and execute on that opportunity. The second is around your market. If that opportunity is is not within your market, then also I wouldn't I wouldn't take up that opportunity. So it either has to be within your market, i.e. your client base, or your core competency, and ideally both. So I'll give you an example. Somebody came to me and said to me, ah, this was right at the beginning of, of COVID. There's this idea from overseas where you've got this tunnel and and you can get sanitized on the way into a bank or a, or any uh, retail space, etc. And they're running these things overseas. Do you want to get involved with me? So I said, just tell me more. Told me a bit more, and then they said, no, you can go to Discovery and you can get them to sponsor it. So I said to this individual, thank you for the opportunity, but I don't have the competency, A, to build these things. I don't, within Rescope, have that competency. And B, I don't, uh, Discovery is not one of my clients. So if I get involved, I cannot either manufacture this, nor can I take this to my market. So thank you for offering me that opportunity, but no, thank you. And so I turned away that opportunity. What I'm seeing with many entrepreneurs is opportunities are presenting which neither fall in their competency nor their confidence, and they're going through these massive learning curves, which is going to cost them time and money, and they're going to miss the real opportunities that present that fall into one of those two categories. So that's my first caution is don't. Like you still have to be rational in terms of the opportunities that are coming your way. Lastly, Alan, before I let you go, 
three tips for entrepreneurs during this period? So the first tip is to, to do your research. If you could look at, and this is, I'm basically self-referencing here. When this thing started to break out, I started to read up what happened in 1908, what happened in 1957 when the two previous global pandemics, you know, big pandemics. What happened afterward? What were the industries that succeeded? What were the types of businesses that flourished out of there and why? So the first tip is to do, do research, particularly in your industry, and try and work out just historically what has happened in the past so that you can learn from that. The second tip from my point of view is to set up a war room. And if your war room in your, it can be in your, your dining room, and if you've got a, lucky enough to have a study, you can do it in your study, in your kids' room, you'll set up a war room and then start to plan your way through it. In the beginning, it'll be a little bit uh, scared macabre. It'll be all over the place, chaotic, but then it will evolve. So you put, you start to identify your resources, what are the opportunities, what are the threats, um, what what are the new products that you can build, and then ask yourself some important questions, which is tip number three. Tip number three is you've got to have overriding questions that you are asking yourself. So what I've done is I've asked myself, one, two, three, I'm looking at my, I'm in my war room right now, I'm looking at them, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight questions, eight big questions that I'm asking myself. I'm going to give you a clue as to what one of them is. So one of them is, what will be the lasting behavioral changes after COVID? So what will last after COVID? Whenever I'm trying to think of opportunity, my question is about the lasting behavioral changes. It's not what's going to happen now for the next six months. What's going to change for a very long time? And so when I'm looking for opportunity, I look for opportunity relative to that question. So, Or not just that question, but my other questions as well. So set up the war room and have the big questions that you are basically managing your opportunities again. That was the CEO of Raise Cup, Alan Raise, on how to ride a COVID-19-induced economic wave. To listen to our other podcasts, go to moneyweb.co.za, follow Moneyweb News on Twitter, Facebook and LinkedIn for updates. In the next episode of Small Business Conversations with Melita Ngalungulu, we talk to Dalene Menzins, the founder and CEO of FinFind, to address some of the financial challenges experienced by SMEs.